Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Guess what? Surprise. 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 You Coming in hot. Bitches. Dropping in hot. Surprise, bitches. What Surprise. That kind of podcast host. Hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. Hey, fuck faces. That's We've a got real... A, that's like the barstool people, right? They're yeah, all like, it's a fuck. Real vibe. Hey, fuck face it. I have to say, whenever a barstool person tweets at me or engages with me, I feel like that's maybe a win. Actually, I don't know. I who, feel like, what barstool? Are you popular on barstool? No, but like I've had some people who have like barstool in their name have like responded to me before, and I'm like, am I doing something wrong? I mean, like I I literally liked someone's reply to me, and then I saw that they are literally say, and I unliked it. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, I do not support Barstool. Barstool, I is, don't, I, the only frame of reference I have for Barstool is CHD. 
call her daddy. Oh. And I just saw that New York that New York Times article about it. Oh, I don't even know what your I don't even know what that is. It was is. like about their like just their come up was so it was like overnight. And like they had all that drama, right? Or there was that video that all ever like all the gays were posting about how funny it was. What? About- she, she did like a 40 minute explain of why she and that girl stop potting together it yeah there was like a lot of the podcast was really popular but then they had drama and then that made it like explode and now it is literally the number one it's like the number one podcast every week or in like the top 10 podcast more than joe rogan yeah like this week's was like number one over like prince harry on dak shepherd oh my god I'm it's talking- maybe we <laughs> but i've gotten like obsessed with Alex Cooper, the hostess of it, the host, the host, <laughs> the hostess with the mostess. Yeah, the maitre and d'. I actually saw her at Starbucks. Okay, you like, said that. Yeah, and she's really hot. Is she a daddy? She could be my daddy. Okay. I would date her if she were. Would a you lesbian. dale? I would dale. I would dale. I thought about daling. I literally did kind of go to a place of dale because I looked at her, and then as she left, I just turned and watched her walk away, and I was like. That's a fine woman. That's a fine woman That's right there. That's a fine looking filly right there. <laughs> and I was like, Laura, you're such a fucking lesbian. <laughs> and then I was like, hell You yeah. know how I feel. I know how you feel. You need to lean in. I'm leaning in, but so... That's then that's just my that's my only frame of reference. And then I had never listened to her podcast, just followed her on Instagram. And then I listened to the podcast episode and... They have that guy who's like really fuck stupid the guy who he's like the main person david portnoy or something oh yeah and then my my i mean they print money they oh they're but like it's all like i don't know it's It's bro humor it's bro it's it's it feels at the risk of sounding like a fucking like you know bitter bitter it's just like it feels just to me but there's one, I remember there was like this girl that got, she like went, she was the first person to like live tweet a breakup on a plane. Remember that? Oh yeah. And then she like got a Barstool podcast. <laughs> I'm she, like Barstool, if you want to sponsor sexy, if you want to distribute sexy unique podcasts, honey, everything, I'm down. We need that, to talk about that. Oh my God, I have this blanket. Oh, the Ikea blanket? Or maybe something it's so close warm. to it. Feels good to be potting in person again. I know it's great. Um, if if <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll have to talk about that. Off. <laughs> we'll talk about that off mic. What if we have drop barstool drama? We're gonna Laura and I are gonna do like 30 minute separate YouTube videos about like what went on. But, yeah, and that, we should actually because that actually might get us more. Listeners. We should have like a really like toxic friendship breakup and then both vlog it and then have a reunion. Have a reunion. We should do it because it, maybe it'll actually, it'll just get us more. He's starting. He's starting. <laughs> Laura's neighbor is starting. He's starting his jump rope. Sounds like they're fucking. I know. That's what I thought it was for a long time, but I think it's a jump rope. Yeah. If it's fucking, someone's getting railed. Someone's getting loud. Pounded. Like no, it's, Shrek it's, pounded. It's, jump rope. it's a jump rope. Yeah. Shrek, Shrek and Fiona fucking in the swamp. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, anyway, I know maybe we should manufacture some drama, cook up some drama. 
that honestly is what made SUP get more listeners when I was doing it as Pumped Podcast and my old podcast host oh, Craig. posted like the <laughs> posted an episode where we literally had like an argument a la Vanderpump rules and then like people got really invested after that. So like drama and then when I drama started SUP, hate. it like it doubled or no, it tripled and almost quadrupled the listeners. Drama and hate equal clicks. Hey. You watched that social media documentary last year, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, they literally say it actually pays to be to like drum up hate and drama. Yeah. I mean, hello, like we've all lived through that as a country. I know, I said that as if it's like <laughs> a fucking <laughs> I'm so like embarrassed right now because I You're literally like, it's like they want us like to be want sick us to be, so they can feed us their cures. It's like they want us to be it's almost angry. like they want us to be angry. And you're like, I'm like, thanks, Carrie. <laughs> thanks, Carrie. I like. I feel like I just have a, little... a podcast that's like the obvious podcast where we just think up like. Wait, this is gonna. This is like kind of go with me. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll call it go with me. Con go with me. And it's stay like, with me. It's here. like the most. <laughs> Laura, Laura, can you stay with me? It's almost like. It's almost like they want us to be angry. Almost like the what if trash I, is causing a problem with the environment. Do I mansplain? No. I mean, I femsplain. Well, that's okay. We both explain things to each other. I don't think of you as like mansplaining to me. You're like, sweetie, stop. I do mansplain to you. I feel very, I feel a little droll today because I have, I think I have a infection, like a, some kind of. A, what? A brain infection? No, like a head cold. Oh, <clears throat> coming on. Uh oh, she's starting. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's upset. Laura, I think I feel like you I'm, just discovered it. I like you're kind like, of did. You're like, I, didn't I love when you're like when you discover a meme that like I've known about for a minute, mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, this is so good. <laughs> I'm literally like, she's starting. She's starting. Am I right? I say it every day of my life. I say it at least five to six times a day. She's starting. She's starting. It's very. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Mm -hmm. She's starting. Wait, how do you have a cold? I'm freaked out now. What? I don't know. Don't get me sick. Well, I went to an event the other night. Uh, and that, she's starting. She's starting. <laughs> I, now I'm weird. Now I'm freaked out. I freaked out too. Look who's look. Now I'm like I'm like Miss Lax. I'm with, ready to like put a mask on in podcasting. Remember when I did that before it even hit? <laughs> now you're doing that. Carrie came over and literally wore a mask. In like February. All of the podcasts. Yeah. It was chill. You did what had to be done. Hey. But let's not go there. Let's 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 instead of being bitter, let's be better, as Lisa Rinna would say. And yeah. speaking Wait, of Rinna. I, well, no, but you want to talk about some stuff first. Yeah. The Friends reunion. Oh my god. Guys, the Friends reunion is coming out. Okay, so I thought that the Friends reunion was actually like they were reuniting to produce episodes of friends no it's like a no i thought this for this entire time oh you thought it was I like, thought gonna be a it until like a few days oh, ago i kind of did too i, I thought was it was gonna be like, like oh, oh they're producing like 10 episodes of friends on hbo max like all news uh, all hbo max news from just molds together and becomes one big mush mm -hmm. so it's like probably i'm just getting my wires crossed between like the end just like that no i had the same thought so you're but right. i was like okay they're filming episodes like lame but also i guess that's cool and like maybe i'll watch since i have hbo max who knows and then i read then i kept reading about it and i was like oh they're just like 
getting together to talk about friends. Yeah, I don't need to see. They did that with Oprah already and like where they sat in her backyard and talked about it. And like, I don't need to see them talk. Like they literally always talk about. I'm friends. sorry, but like we've been talking about friends for years. For 20 now. years. Yeah. Like, right. That's Hasn't all it... anyone ever does is talk about friends. Like, why do I need to see the yeah. friends? sit around and talk about something that everyone else no, has beaten to death. I want to see them like be- resurrect their characters. Yeah, like where are they now? But when whenever I saw that oh sorry, whenever I saw that like Gaga, Tom Selleck and Malala were joining the cast or joining the reunion special, I was like, all right, so this is I thought I still thought when I read the list of people joining mm-hmm. that they were doing guest roles on Friends, and then I was just like fucking galaxy brained at the thought of Malala being like a role on Friends. I was like, who will she be? I mean, and then hey, and then I realized, oh no, work. they're just gonna like come on and be like, God, I loved Friends, and the Friends are gonna be like amazing, and they're gonna be like Friends was fucking cool, and they're Tom, gonna be like, thank you, Tom Selleck, being like, Love I dated show. Monica. It was crazy. Yeah. And then you're like, ah! it was fucking nuts. He was so hot though. Yeah. Hot so mustache hot. daddy. What's yeah. not to love? But like, why does the culture need this? I don't know. Because, because it came on Netflix and like people who were, were too young for it. Like this guy, and they're like, whoa, I just watched this crazy show. I think it had, like, didn't it have like a, how much did they pay for it? Like a hundred million dollars. I don't think young, I thought young people didn't even like friends. Well, they're like problematic. I just don't understand. I'm like, there was an article last week by the, I think it's Teen Vogue's LGBTQ fronted called Them. And mm-hmm. they like, it was an article that like everyone was making fun of about. It's just Vogue Them? It's like Teen Vogue's LGBTQ vertical. Oh, but it's just called Them. Yeah. Okay. And they. Um, That's ominous. They posted. <laughs> they posted. That reminds me of They Live. They Live. They. <laughs> they Live, the Demi Lovato. <laughs> oh my God, Laura. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I kid, I kid. Um, they just wrote this like op-ed about why Friends is like problematic, like they're queer phobic, and I was like, okay, they're just assholes. Like the one thing I I'm agreed, like, it was the nineties. It was the 90- everyone was queer phobic. That was like the thing that you did is like it was call just, people it felt gay very, and like laugh at them for being gay. It was very reachy, but I was like. Okay, I agree with you that the, the friends character, like as a group, they were assholes, and they were yeah, imp- they were a they bunch were, of what straight people. And they were impenetrable, and like were mean to everyone who wasn't in their little cult. That they were That's like true. the worst kind of straight people you could possibly meet. Yeah, like vanilla, silly straight who live in like Greenwich Village. Yeah, I mean, of course they're just gonna be like they're mm. gonna suck. Yeah, but also be like weirdly hot. But mostly just suck. They all sucked. It's like, let's just not get so mad about something that happened in the past. Like, what does that do for anyone? I mean, there's things that we should be getting mad about. But, like, I, I, I think going into, like... Waging a war on friends. Who's the time? Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> like, who wants Wage to watch... Wage a war on the reunion. Who wants to no watch one... Friends? I'm sorry. Like, I watched it. I watched it. Like reruns off the wazoo i you know i was a little young when it first came out but like i mean i was very young but like i even when i got a little older like i wasn't that into it but like i watched it yeah but i just i'm like i don't care 
Yeah, for a like, while. Be like, at least be like Sex in the City. Just do it at the a very full, least. corny ass reboot. Yeah. We'll love it. Just make it fully come back. Like, I would fuck with that. But I don't want to sit, I don't want to watch people like reflect. Rich, rich people talk about the thing that made them as wealthy and famous as they are yeah. today. Oh, wait, side note. Did we talk about how Kim Cattrall was with Patricia Field? Yeah, we did. And did we talk about, um, we didn't talk about Sarah Jessica Parker. Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus 2, 2 is coming out. I saw that this morning you know and what? gasped. She gives us what we need. She does. Sarah She's giving gives, the people what they fucking she want. She gives the people what they want. She gives the gays what they want. Like, she does not withhold. She's not too good to do a sequel. Because, like, I've heard interviews where she's like, I don't even remember filming Hocus Pocus. <laughs> which I love. It's very Gwyneth. Yeah. But, like, she could easily be like, no, I'm good. But she's fucking doing it. Yeah. And God bless her for it. And she's not this. She's a, just a supporting part of it. So, like, she's not, like. She's not the main. She's not yeah. the main witch in the coven. But she's still doing it. And that's a fucking star. Mm-hmm. She's a professional. She is a veteran of thesp and and she's a hustler she's a hustler and she knows how to make money mm-hmm. and she knows how to stay and she's gonna work 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 she, she goes to her shoe famous. store she helps you pick out a pair of shoes that's how you stay famous she puts on her part. sweatpants and a little mary jane and drop 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 to the shoe store drop, yeah she knows how to stay in the mix she is perpetually in the mix and i do really respect that me too because so that I'm, takes a lot of grind and like drive and just like raw ambition to get as far as she's gotten and it better be an actual movie and not like a fucking what would it be i mean they did that little like reunion thing on zoom but like i hope it's like an actual like, this seems like a movie yeah. I th- it was hocus pocus 2 so that like that led they me have to, to believe it was a movie but I hope it's not like... I hope it's not like Father of the Bride, the Zoom reunion, because that darked me out. What also made me want more. I know. I just want... I was like, why don't you just make this movie? Though? I also wanted Florence Pugh to be gay in that. Mm-hmm. Or Ben Platt. Like, I wanted one of their kids to be gay. <laughs> ben, noted teenager Ben Platt. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, really quick I'm before we get into like... what we're talking about. The Dear Evan Hansen of it all, like, I don't... I never saw the play. I, I read about what it's about, and I was like, oh, that's what it's about? What's and I was it like, about? Whoa. I thought it was about, like, a queer kid. No, he's not gay. Oh. But, like, they, they touted... I don't think he's gay in the, in the... What's it about? A sad teen It's about, like, a, a sad, arm? depressed teen who, like... Does he sue? Writes letters to himself via request or suggestion from his therapist, and then he... Somehow connects with this, like, the hellion of his class who, like, is, like, the rebel and, like, this future school shooter of his class kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But he, like... Does he stop a school shooting? No, no, no. He, like, the guy finds Evan's letter and, like, is moved by it. But then, like, wants to connect with Evan. And then Evan, like, is afraid. And he mistakes that as him, like, rejecting him. So then he he shoots? He kills himself. Mm. And then... Spoiler his family. <laughs> oh, okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And then spoiler his alert. family mistakenly thinks that Evan and him were like best friends, and they were like, oh. "We're so grateful our son had one friend in this world." So that he has to like, he like gains this identity by pretending to be like the one friend of this person who killed himself. Seems confusing and it's a little sociopathic. For yeah, it's very uh, Michelle Carter. Yeah, I actually, I'm like fuck you, Evan Hansen. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you, Evan <laughs> Hansen. <laughs> Wait, but the, my favorite tweet 
about because I have no skin in the Evan Hansen game. Me clearly. But like saw that it was being made a movie and then was like, wow, this looks like strangers with candy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite tweet was someone was like, put a screenshot of Ben Platt and they said, he looks like the principal. <laughs> Wait, it's so Jerry Blank. It's fucking so strangers with candy. I got something to say. Just the whole movie is Evan Hansen going, hey. Hey. It's me, Evan Hansen. He looks so <laughs> old. Like, he's like 30 in real life. He's 27. But he, That's like. That's not okay. It's not okay. It's like Grease. When, like, Stoggard Channing was 32 playing, like, a 16-year-old girl. Could they have found someone who was, like an actual teen who's like uh the answer is yes there's nothing but teens in hollywood trying to be in a movie it's like so and they like (laughs) and they like made his hair look like like he looks his hair looks like he somehow his hair makes him look older than he actually is and julia moore plays his mom who's like a nurse and then amy (laughs) adams of course amy adams amy adams like musical musical put me in it (laughs) She's she's taking like the Glenn Close track of like oh god just get, get her give her something you know what I mean Amy is one who will continue to work 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 like she won't stop I know but and it's I like, and sometimes you get like a nocturnal animals and you like but then you are get a, or you get hillbilly allergy but then or woman in the window get a hillbilly allergy woman in the window I I need to Have finish it but it? it is it's like I think it's like so bad it's good camp okay it's a pre- it's a preposterous movie again julianne moore and amy adams starring together <laughs> amy i just love her her vibe in woman in the window is how i feel <laughs> right <post-COVID>. now covid <laughs> yeah where i'm like watching people like invite i'm like maybe i should take a walk and then i just like look out the window and then i'm like and hang on my couch and i'm just like i don't even know <laughs> She's always, like, with her umbrella falling on the ground. Amy Adams sounds like (laughs) a British person doing an American accent. I love. She's American. Beautiful. But um, Evan Hansen is just darkening out so much. And then one of the weirdest part, every iteration of Evan Hansen on Broadway, they're now dating each other. The kill yourself guy and Evan Hansen? No, 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 no. Every... So Evan Hansen's been on Broadway and there's been like a f- bunch of Evan Hansen's. Yeah. It's finally, I think, coming to Oklahoma. Like it's, oh, it's done the whole round and it's going to go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma's its lot. They're like, <laughs> it's like Gilead. We're going into Gilead. Um, I'm like, you better wear a bulletproof vest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> God. No, Oklahoma is a little so. more, it's a little more. No, I know. I know. But so, but Okay. Ben Platt is dating this guy who also played Evan Hansen on Broadway. And then two other Evan Hansons are dating each other. All white. White gays. Who, it's like, just like who a, look like each other. It's a very small iteration of Grinder for just Evan Hansen. But like in order to pl- in order to be an Evan Hansen, you must date. You must last- fuck <laughs> another Evan Hansen. Isn't that weird? That's I think it's wild. twisted. It's fucking twisted. What's the deeper meaning here? I'm like ready to go. Like I'm woman with the like geometry trying to figure out. I don't know. White male queers or want to date people that look like them. <laughs> a lot of them do. They masquerade as. A... Or Evan Hansen just is. How old is Evan Hansen? Is he like 14 or 15? He's like, I think he's like 16. I'm sorry. 
He's a tw- he is a fuck. He looks older than me, and I'm 32. Yeah, and I look old. I'm googling Dear Evan Hansen movie because I just have to see him again. <laughs> he looks like Fred Armisen. He has like eye bags and wrinkles. Yeah, I mean he's cute, but like. No, I mean like, you just like can't. He's like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he looks up. like he looks like a man. Like he's a full. Like if you saw that guy in high school, you would be like just intrinsically as a teen, you would be like, I need to stay away from this man. I know. You'd be like, why is this man in our high who's school? That, who's that old guy? I wonder. I wish that Dear Evan Hansen. I love like them casting him. Mm hmm. Next to Amanda Sternberg, like an actual like young person. That is freaky. Wow. Well, get she's starting. Normalize <laughs> teens in high school. Just like to cast teens in teen roles. Gives I mean, me hope. I'm ready to play like 18. Okay. Though she is now a deeply scary conservative Stacey Dash got away with being as Dion and Clueless she was like almost 30 when she played Dion really yeah or like in her late 20s and she and Rachel McAdams and Mean Girls oh yeah she She was was like 32 30 but she got away with it Rizzo might have actually been 36 now that I think about it Soccer Channing Uh uh-huh that makes sense yeah, Rachel McAdams is like weirdly stayed the same age for twenty years. Where's her? Where's where's her? <laughs> where's her? I didn't see her lesbian movie with Rachel Weisz. Me neither. But I would watch. It was like a lesbian thriller, right? Yeah, I think I think they like spit in each other's mouths. Mm, adding that. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Weisz has like she has dom mommy energy. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you can't, I think guys can't get away with, and obviously Amy Sedaris gets away with it. She's perfect. She's not trying to no, of play course, a team. But like, I would, but even if the, even if they were like, this is serious, and she's, <laughs> I would, I would be like, I'm buying it. Yeah. Because Amy Sedaris is, you know, a legend, but. I'm keeping my eye on I'm you. I'm keeping my eye on Ben Platt. <laughs> I'm, keep- I'm keeping my eye on you. That's me. That's I'm keeping my eye on you. Me, that's me as a concerned, like, <laughs> gay teacher at Evan Hansen's high school. That one doesn't look right. There's something weird about there's that something kinda, There's something kind of weird about that one. Am I right or am I right? Okay. But we're not really here to talk about no, guys, any of the things that we just spoke on. We are here to talk about Season 11, the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
we haven't thought of a name. We haven't thought of a name. Just like salty. It, hope, we're hoping it'll come to us like salty Utah Queens did. Yeah, we're just like vi- we're literally just vibing. I'm not. I have to say I'm glad we're doing this and not Roni because this season of Roni's. Like, I can't snore. I already gave up on it. Yeah, I watched too. one episode and then it. I literally just turned to my phone midway through the first episode and never looked back. And then the like I had no interest in continuing. Love Leah. Love Ebony. But like. Love you so much, but like you're not you're not serving she start in energy. <laughs> then you're getting off. They need to bring Tinsley team. back. They need we need Tinsley back, and like yeah, Dorinda was truly we need Dorinda back evil last season, but <laughs> it's a she's an essential worker. Now is I'm like you need when you have the alchemy that these women have together of just like like. Sonia is in overtime, working harder than ever. Ramona, hater but lover. Luann is always going to just, like, serve something. Luann is, like, deeply problematic, by the way. (laughs) She needs to, like... She's never not been. But it's also, like, we need... There needs to be a balance of Mm -hmm. just, like messy drunkenness, like... But I believe this new season of Beverly Hills may have crack that code and it comes in the form of one garcelle thank Mm -hmm. god she's back and i'm really happy garcelle garcelle is like kind of stepping into the spotlight because they kind of she kind of was sort of like she wasn't featured that much less enough she i think was also she was playing it right by just you don't want to when you come out when you come out of the gates like too strong it can go Agreed. One, it can go like either way. So it's good to kind of be like dip your toe in the water, I, take the temperature, and then she's coming. She's coming in strongest. She's not yeah. like she was auditing a class in the first season, and now she's fucking. She's the TA. Yeah, and so, so she's she's ready to go. I'm glad for that. We I'm, have also the addition of Kathy Hilton, who who we'll talk about in a second, and then we have Crystal Minkoff, who I think is gonna bring it. Crystal's already breaking. She's it. already cracking me up. She's. I don't know whether I like. I, I like her, but I also am terrified oh, of yeah. her. I stand. But I I'm, go back and forth between like, is she a hero or is she the villain? But I like being in that. Like, I, I think she'll world. be maybe a little both. Yeah. She's definitely coming out of the gate strong. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband's credits surprised me. I was didn't know he was the Lion King guy. No, me neither. Um, and then of course we have. Rinna, Kyle, Erica Sutton. Jane, Sutton, and Dorit. Dorit. <laughs> I think Sutton's going to have a big season. I think so, too. And I truly, I don't want her to, I don't think that Sutton is a bad person. Mm-mm. But I think it would be very easy to make her look bad on a show like this. I think Sutton is going, Sutton's fragile. She's fragile and like. I think she can get twisted like she her words can get twisted and I just I don't think of her as being I don't think that she's like malicious no I think she's cool I think she's like comes from a good place and I think she has a lot of cool friends and she's easy to pick on yeah but she's like really cool and like I love her was speaking out about really cool like important things last summer and like you know, I think she's like a true ally to like LGBTQ people and like the trans community. Like, I think she's like, 
She's a real one. She's a real one. She's like a real New Yorker in Beverly Hills. She's a native New Yorker. She's a native New Yorker from Georgia. <laughs> um, I just wrote, thank God the show is back. I'm, I'm happy because the last few seasons of this show have been like how I feel about New York right now where I'm like, like, I've know? actually really enjoyed them, but I, but last season was pretty good. Something that did kind of bother me or just that I was like not loving seeing was like, I was triggered by watching extremely wealthy people navigate the pandemic because I was just like, oh, I'm having like, that too. Your life is so much easier yeah. if you have money. And like, I'm like, like Dorit, just all she has to do is like wake up and like take her kids downstairs. And then they have like a tutor and they go to school. And then like, they have a little classroom. Like in everyone the- has mansions. And I think <laughs> I honestly, my hot take is the pandemic would have been a lot easier if we all had mansions to live in. Yeah. I'm, I'm deeply triggered and it's going to be like another year of this or another, at least the next till like through the rest of the year. But like the filming during COVID, like it's just, it's been really hard to watch reality TV. Cause it's like, I want to escape and seeing them navigate it and be kind of like, like seeing the sister wives navigate COVID was like really confounding. Cause some of them like didn't really believe it was that bad and weren't taking it seriously. And some of them were like hyper. So it's just like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, it's a reminder. I don't want to see that, but we're, mm-hmm. we're going to have to. We're going to have to, and, like, I guess it's just going to have to be, like, get over it. Like, this is how... But, that- yes, watching these these people who, like, can just jet on a private jet somewhere. Yeah. Without having to worry about being exposed to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, love that for them. I know. I'm just like, damn. Um, So, we, we start off with a little reunion at Kyle's house. <sighs> um. Lisa Rinna comes to the door and Portia answers in a cool tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> she goes, my mom's upstairs. They go upstairs. The staircase is now covered coated. in hideous leopard. Like she's a leopard Kyle. rug runner going down her staircase. Yeah. That gorgeous house that she just like continually shits on with her interior decorating choices. The queen of Encino. The qu- Rena goes upstairs. Kyle's in bed. She broke her nose filming Halloween kills, mm-hmm. which I love. Can't wait to see it. A- Talk about a professional. Yeah. Kyle is willing to go. Tony, please. To the extreme. Tony's eating my feet. Stop. Go to your bed. Go to bed. So Kyle broke her nose filming the Halloween, the new Halloween sequel because she was in the original Halloween as a kid. So she's... She's making a cameo. Resurrecting her. I think she has like a legit part in it. Yeah. Love that for her. Um, love. We love to see Kyle working. She books. And so she was like, well, I might as well, just you're, get in, while you're at it, just get me a nose job. Which her nose looks incredible. But that nose job footage, literally I almost gagged. I did gag. It was like kind of this will make me faint footage. To see like, to see someone's nose, like the bridge of their nose be like detached from their face. Stop, stop, and, like, stop, stop, stop. A, a tool going up into it. I was like, whoa. whoa. Anytime you see like the 
someone's head jerking back and forth because yeah, just... they have like a scalpel and like <laughs> Crazy. that and Mauricio was just in the room without a mask on being like like calling people on speakerphone yeah, being like your mom's really she's doing really well <laughs> surgery rooms are insane they are like doctors can just like talk and do whatever they want in the surgery room yeah, like shit like... goes down and then if you're getting surgery you'll never know yeah, like they probably. I wonder, like, how many times doctors like make fun of the people they're. I'm sure they talk a lot of shit. On. Um, but she said that the doctor <laughs> said that he took ten years off her face by doing her nose, and I truly was like She's inspired right. by this nose job. She's not wrong. And I thought that she looked like her post nose job recovery look in bed with her beautiful straight blowout. I was like. She's never looked better than with these bandages on her face. She look, she can she can rock it. I also just am obsessed. I want a reality show about Kyle, Faye Resnick, and Chris Jenner's best friendship. Me too. I die every time I see her and Faye over at Chris's house. When they were on the the last Kardashians in the bunk beds together. I was like, this is what I want. I, I want like, see that's now nah, that's history. Now that's that, like that, now that is a history. <laughs> I want. A show of just best friends recovering from plastic surgeries together. Yeah. Like, I want more just, like, post-plastic surgery reality shows. Dorit picks Erica up in, like, a... In a McLaren. Yeah. Convertible. Okay. How is she affording this stuff? Dorit? She has no money. This house... I have no idea. Does PK make a lot of money? No. But didn't they renovate their rental house? PK, the, I think his only client is Boy George. Like, I can't... He I must have, like, invested in shit. He probably is, like, doing crypto. Maybe. Honestly, side note, my Coinbase fam, things are looking bad for Coinbase. <laughs> um, we I experienced some anything. loss in Coinbase fam. It's going to go back up, yeah. but I just want to tell you all to say, stay strong. I think it's going to ebb and flow. It will ebb and flow and we'll see some, we'll see gains another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, con- I'm confused as to how Dorit and PK make their money, but I also just like, don't question it. No, me neither. Erica looks like Blanche Dubois in her pashmina driving through the streets of Encino with, she looked good. Yeah. But there's one confessional look of hers where she literally looks like Meryl Streep in Death Becomes Her at the end. Oh, yeah. She has, like, a painted eyebrow that's, like, very wonky, and, like, she looks like she's been spray-painted. Erica's had a hard quarantine. She was just, you know, she was a national, as she says, she was a New York Times bestseller, which I was like, really? And then she was Roxy in Chicago. She was getting good reviews. And then they had to obviously close Broadway. And so she came back to live with Tom and she's been feeling very restless and depressed. And she's like, I don't know. I didn't want to make sourdough. I'm not going to make banana bread. And I was like, I relate. Yeah, that's pretty. I relate to her. She just spent most of the pandemic wandering through her mansion, staring at the walls and like running her fingers along her possessions, just like wondering about she, life she literally says all i i would just stay up at night wandering the halls and i was like whoa so timing wise when did it come out that they were getting a divorce i think in the winter or in the fall so how much like i don't know the timeline is so weird because 
Mm. Okay, so when I... There was something that came out in the Daily Mail recently, and it was like the FBI says it will be watching and transcribing every word that Erica Jane says for their case against her and Tom. But I'm like, how long... They had to know that there were rumblings, like they were about to get in huge trouble yeah. or be like indicted. I think that was part of her depression. It had to be. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think she must have known, and that's why she was like, I think she was, she's someone that like can't ever be by herself, but also like probably like knowing that like doom was coming. And now I'm not talking about COVID. That seems like it would be a total depression trigger. Oh, like yeah. they're probably, because it seems like they're plotting. They have to be plotting together of like how we're going to handle this, how we're going to move assets, what we're going to do. Like you're going to get a divorce. Tom is now, he's been diagnosed with dementia. Like he is like, according to whatever he's like, isn't that what his lawyers are saying, though? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, very junior soprano. Like, he has, like, a heart problem or whatever. But, like, I think that they're trying to play, like, the the health card like to Harvey get Like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby. Yeah, did. I mean, it's, like, classically what wealthy men who have, like, done something extremely illegal do in these kinds of legal situations. But I'm, like, you had to know that all of this was happening when you came home from Chicago and, like... Be yeah planning for this i think she was like being in new york was probably like a good like oh i'm away from it it's not happening and then when she was back in pasadena like facing coming face to face with this inevitable you know yeah because probably in new york like they probably had this kind of plan laid out or were fashioning it and the and it i imagine it's like okay well you're now like we've set you up erica to be on broadway you have your book and like business the erica jane business is booming your stock is on the rise so when you leave this marriage you're gonna have a lot of other shit going on and a lot of other work to kind of keep you afloat and it will seem more like likely that this separation or divorce or whatever would take place yeah and then instead the pandemic hit and then it really fucked those plans over covid covid really screwed everyone yeah it screwed everyone covid some so, people couldn't go on tour, and some people couldn't get divorced and move all their husband's asset into their name. Tony. Tony, please. Also, I think Tom Girardi was cheating on her. You think, or was that just also part of the narrative? I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I get the vibe that she like actually loved him. I get the vibe that she loved him, but it was also like there. It's it easier like to claim divorce, like. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of get the vibe that like yeah. those were part of the charade of the end of their marriage. We'll get to that in a little bit, but um so they come to visit Kyle too. Uh Dorit looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And Mauricio walks in at one point, I just wrote Rami. <laughs> yeah, he's fifty and I just was like, damn. Like, I need a 50-year-old man. He's like, hey, girls, I'm going to do some barbecue if you want to stay. And they're like, they're I'm like, all like give yes, me daddy. all your meat. Give me your, <laughs> give me your kielbasa. <laughs> um, 
And Kyle mentions that Garcelle had unfollowed her on Instagram and she said she still follows every other housewife, even Teddy. Mm. And I forgot. I forgot Teddy even existed on this show. And we go back to thank God you did. Please. I didn't even I truly until you said that I was like wow she actually used to be like a thing men in black her from your mind forever. i already have um garcelle we we revisit kyle in the reunion of last season accusing garcelle of offering to pay to donate five thousand dollars to her children's hospital and then never paying. and then never paying it and garcelle was very offended but did was that true or not well we're gonna find out i'm so curious because i'm like i don't think I mean, why would she say... There's no reason to say that. I don't... I mean, I think Kyle can be a bitch, but I don't think she just, like... Does she just make up things? I don't know, but I kind of... I was, like, into the preview of the season ahead, seeing Garcelle be like, would you have said that to the, a woman if she was white? Honestly, I, I like, think Kyle would have, because she's a bitch like that. I don't think it actually matters. I think if Kyle doesn't like you and you've done something to piss her off, she'll say whatever the fuck she wants to you, yeah. regardless of your race. That's true. But I do think it's a little weird that she... She was a little weird with Garcelle. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was, like, tiptoeing. And Garcelle was kind of like, I feel like you don't look at me or acknowledge me when I say something to you. Like, I was... the whole. It was very strange to and, like, I think a little... Sus. Mm-hmm. to see how she navigated Garcelle's entry into the group. Um, but anyway, and Kyle says, with all the things going on in the world, all the heartache, it shouldn't bother me that Garcelle follows me on Instagram, but it does. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get that. Sutton and Garcelle have been friends, though. Yeah, they're doing fireball shots. <laughs> Wait, where does Garcelle live? I don't know. Because I was like, it almost looked like england or so like there was like this giant like fence she's like lives right by like a big and i was like is that calabasas i don't know i was like where the fuck is this place i mean she's a great house but i was like where where does she live i think she might live in calabasas it looked like she lived in the old like windows screensaver with the green hills Oh, it's in the San Fernando Valley. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Well, they're having a great time. They're yucking it up. They're taking fireball shots <laughs> together, which I love. Love that. They're just laughing. I love just the girls together gabbing and having a good time. Garcelle says about Sutton, like, we're really getting close. She goes, she's a little odd, but <laughs> I like it. That's see, that's how I feel about Sutton too. I'm like, she's a little bit of a weirdo, but I'm here for it. And Garcelle is definitely here for Sutton. Yeah. And I love Sutton's little legs. I know. Also, Garcelle legs. looks incredible. Her what? She just looks incredible. Yeah. She's so stunning. I mean, she's so wealthy. So you just look beautiful when you're rich like that. Damn, we just need to be really wealthy. I know. This show just makes me like, I'm like, ah, I just need tons of money. Yeah. And then so many problems would be solved. I need an overflow closet. I know. I want to have a closet that's so big, but it just simply cannot contain <laughs> all my clothes. And I have no choice but to cr- make 
just some other room in my mansion and overflow closet. Um, we find out that Sutton is living. Her house is being renovated. She sold this one insane house. She's renovating this other insane house. And because she can't live in that house, Kyle has now letting her rent one of their properties. Yeah. So Kyle, Kyle's letting her rent her old house. Kyle is her landlord. I love like, I love just the idea of having like so many like $5 million houses that you have a friend who just needs a crash pad and you're like, just rent my mansion. I just wrote our country is broken. <laughs> it is. Literally like there. Kyle home- is her landlord. Literally homelessness has never, never been, been such in, a in horrible LA. problem as Crisis. it is now. Tony. I'm like, don't even breathe. Can you just not breathe? It's like, in, it's like, in, <laughs> but I'm a cheerleader. Whenever they have like impure gay thoughts, they zap themselves. That was Tony's impure gay thought. <laughs> But like Sutton's renting a house for like twenty grand a month. Twenty. Kyle goes. We gave her a friends and family discount, and they then knocked she, and five then she grand cackles. off the rental price. Twenty thousand dollars a month. I love. I love just the amount of money, and I love the joke that's not even funny, but to me, it like never fails to make me laugh. We're just like, you better pay your rent on time, and so both of them are like, ha, ha, ha. landlord vibes. I love joking about. Being a landlord. Tens of thousands of dollars with my friends. Yeah. I'm, may we all. I'm disgusted by America. May we all just get to that level. <laughs> California is. California is fucked. It's fucked, guys. You'll never feel like more of a peasant than if you move to LA and make a decent amount of money where you can pay your bills and like pay for your house, but then still feel just like. Then you And then you leave and then you go somewhere. Yeah. Just go anywhere and then be like, oh, I'm actually not. Be like, I'm a plebeian. I'm a pro. <laughs> Turns out I'm literally like sub minimum wage. <laughs> Garcelle no, is. we're blessed. We're blessed. But. You're, you're blessed. We're blessed. Garcelle is planning to meet with Rinna. She's a little apprehensive. She's mad at Rinna because Garcelle is very close with Denise still. And she felt like Rinna, who had been friends with Denise for like decades, really sold her out and threw her old friend under the bus. And Garcelle doesn't like that. So she's kind of about Rinna. She's keeping her eye on Rinna. Which I, I get. Garcelle's a real, she's a real friend. Yeah, I get that too. She'll ride or die for you. Rinna is an interesting one because she plays the game so well without giving up like anything. Like it she like when they go out to dinner and sit down and Lisa just launches into an apology right off the bat and Garcelle clocks her. She's like she's apologizing to and save to save face and so that she actually doesn't have to like get into like the nitty-gritty about it, which is a move. And it's just, it's interesting mm. It's in, to, to see a fight like this. Garcelle's like, well, why did you do that? And Denise or Rinna can't be like, because we're on a reality show and it's our job to like throw people under the bus. So, but she's, she, she's like, I know I was like, Garcelle, like, you know, the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it, but she's, but she is also, but Garcelle wouldn't she's do playing that the game too. Yeah. And so it just puts Rinna in like a really weird place. And then she just defaults to like, well, sometimes I'm a cunt. And that's just me. I'm just a cunt. Griselle goes, I don't like that word. (laughs) I love. Sometimes I'm just a cunt. Okay. 
and this is this might be controversial, but I feel like Rena should not be on the show anymore. I'm I think she's I think she's like officially She's jumped, jumped the, the shark. shark. I, I just watching her in this episode, she's kinda like she just seems like she's not like Kyle somehow can just stay on the show. I don't know how she does it, but even though I don't like her a lot of the time. Because Kyle's embarrassing. Like yeah. she's like kind of an embarrassing person. Yeah, maybe that's why. But Rinna, there's something going on where I'm like, I feel like maybe you should throw in the towel and do yeah. something else. Like maybe have her own show. I could see her having her. I want her. Isn't she filming a show with her daughters? Oh. I'd watch that. <laughs> Those two like knockoff Hadids. Like, the one who has anxiety. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, both of them are just like wild, but I would, I would watch a show. Yeah. Like I love like a mommy trying to get her children famous. Yeah. It's, it's almost like Rinna's now. It's like, she's both too big for the show or too like, she's just like overstayed her welcome a little. That's how, that's the vibe I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to articulate it. If anyone else feels the same, not even from like the shitty things she's done. There's just something where I feel like you reach a level in some of these shows where the person's just like, it's time for them to go. Yeah. It's, it's not, she's not really authentic ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Impure thoughts. <laughs> um, and yeah. then he goes, hurt people, hurt people. What can I say? Hurt people, hurt people. Which I love just like as a mantra. I'm always saying that to myself. And Garcelle is like, why do you care? Like, you seem to really care that Denise and Brandy fucked. Like, is it is it the actual act that you didn't like? And, and Lisa's like, no, no. And she's like, but Garcelle, they had a friendship that went beyond the friendship I had with Denise. And Garcelle's kind of like, who cares? So she's calling out her. She's playing the game, like, like as you said, but she's also, I think, calling out the ladies for being a little gay panic yeah which they were they were but it's also like if denise Denise was dug her own grave she did and rena was like it's it's not that what she did it's that she lied to my face yeah and she was like i saw the text messages with my own eyes and then she was sitting there just denying everything and like if you're in a situation like Denise is, you just kind of have to own up to it and then laugh at it and then hope that it blows over. But she made it she doubled down and made such it weird. a bigger deal than it actually needed to be. She had weird, like... She had gay panic about herself. She had herself. gay panic about herself, yeah. yeah. Just be like, yeah, I fucked Brandy. She's fucking crazy. Would I do it again? Maybe. Did I text her a lot? Yeah. I fucked Brandy in <laughs> Let's move on. Lake Arrowhead or like Napa. <laughs> yeah. Pushed her against a wall and made out with her. Regret it every day, but would do it again. Next question, please. Because we know. Because <laughs> you know, the minute the you, minute you look invite at Brandy, Brandy she's like a true vampire. If you if you invite her into your home, you can't get rid of her. She will ruin, she will ruin your, your life. life. Just remember that, guys. Um, we head over to the Girardi residence. Mikey, Erica, Erica Jane's creative director comes, and he's gotten a lot of work done. <laughs> he is he looks like he's been walked right into a windblown tunnel as Bette Midler says in the first wives club you look like a quilt <laughs> like a quilt <laughs> but it's true yeah 
He's Erica, a little too much Botox, I would say. Again, as we said earlier, Erica has an overflow closet from all her, which I was like, the FBI people watching are like. Mm-hmm. I truly, I was like, oh my God, just every boot that I was seeing, I was like, blood money, blood <laughs> money, blood plane money. Plane crash victim, plane crash victim, you know. Like her entire life. Is funded by the deaths of Swiss Air. And, and just other atrocities and people that have not been paid out for like lawsuit like exactly. imagine watching this and being like a Girardi victim no I'd be like I'm gonna have these people I'm gonna hire like a hit on these when people. she brings out her jewels and wears that diamond necklace I was like that was paid for by the lives of hundreds I know it's shocking um she says Tom is still working but I'm like, but now he has dementia. Does dementia just come on like that? I don't think he has dementia. I don't think he does either. But she's like a lot of. She's like it's really good because a lot of lawyers, you know, they had to shut down. You know, nah. they had to shut it down. Courts aren't open. Nah, nah, nah. She's a lot. She's lying. She's both. I think she's. I think she's actually. Yeah, I feel like lying doesn't come easy to her. I think she's acting and she's kind of a good actress. Or she's just good at like ob- obfuscating the truth. Like yeah. she's she sets up this like impenetrable wall that you're just like, okay, like sounds real. So there I don't have a reason to like question what you're saying. But it's also just like behind the wall are like demons and the roiling lava pits of hell. Erica can like cloak herself in a mirror so it's you're seeing yourself and so any like it bounces back to you. That's creepy. Yeah. What she's doing and I think what she's going to continue to do for this whole season is one of the most dark-sided talents that Mm -hmm. anyone has ever displayed. Yeah, actually I take it back. She is really good at lying. She, but her way of doing it is but really, it's, it's an interesting approach to doing it because it's, you don't give up anything except like the most vague, you make like vague statements and then talk about something else. It's like a magician almost. She's, she is a good actress, but she's also a bad actress. Yeah. So it's like a very, like you can tell she's, I guess, yeah, I guess it's less lying and more re rerouting redirecting Mm -hmm. because it's like oh i was so depressed and like i i can't be alone you know what i mean like rerouting the conversation to like i was so depressed and needed to go on lexapro and that's what we're talking about now not like i I stole money from people whose family died in the plane crash the majority of our wealth comes from stealing other victims money and like the reason i've had a career is because my husband the thief of other people's money paid for everything that I have. House of Lies. A true house the of lies. The Wizard of Lies. Um, Dorit visits Garcelle and um, she shows her her new her renovated house. She shows her her goldfish and Kyle Gar- Garcelle says that she named one of her goldfish Kyle because it's goldfish are ordinary. And I was like, <laughs> damn. damn. <laughs> well, I was like, whoa, that's a... I was into her goldfish vessel. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, do you ha- who has to clean this all the time? It looks like a bitch to clean, but it's sexy. But I was that was a that was a that was a dig. That was a dig. You know, Kyle ordinary got really upset by that because Kyle is like the most ordinary person. Yes, 
And so that cuts like deep. I was like, why? I felt almost protective of Kyle in that moment. I love that. I loved it, but I was also like, damn. I'm ready for Garcelle to show her fangs. Garcelle is, she's, fangs are out. We, sh- we go we, out. We see her, her little studio because she's a host on The Real. Yeah, love her studio, inspired mm-hmm. by that. I loved her back machine. I had one at one point. I know. It was it, huge. She was like giggling on the back machine. I was like, this looks fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You just hang upside down. You decompress your spine. Mm. Do you know that Garcelle grew up in Peabody, Massachusetts, where my grandfather was born and raised? Wow. A connection. Just letting you know. Rinna and Kyle go to Crystal Minkoff's house. And Oof. Crystal is 5'10", which mm-hmm. put into perspective just how short everyone else is on this show. Because I was like, damn. Kyle's like 4'2". Like <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's an elven creature. Kyle could pretend to be in high school. She could. I would buy Kyle in high yeah. school. We all know that girl that looks exactly like Kyle mm-hmm. who terrorizes the school. Oh, yeah. She would be like the one of the most popular girls just by her ruthlessness. Alison Dubois was right about that. Mm-hmm. She's the kind of girl that makes you want to kill yourself. That's she what, absolutely. That's like, what Alison I'm Dubois triggered said. and I can remember girls that I grew up with who gave me pure Kyle Richards energy. I told you I met her. When? A few years ago, the staff, the writers from the Heather's room, like we all went to watch what happens live when it was in LA (gasps) and Kyle was on the show with Erica Jane and her show was coming out on the same network as as Heather's. So they like, Oh yeah. They like her like flop show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um that caused the show that caused a big rift between her and kathy right and kim and or kim just sided with kathy to spite kyle (laughs) (laughs) um and we met her backstage and she was really she was really so tiny so tiny she's petite she she was i think she's a little drunk which (laughs) you would be yeah and she went you guys are writers she goes we need writers on our show and i was like it's out I love that. Um, You're like, you certainly do. <laughs> we meet, so we meet Crystal. Her house is gorgeous. Crystal's gorgeous. Yeah. She's married to like a very successful man who's like successful entertainment man who directed the Lion King. Yeah. Minkoff. Uh, Rob Minkoff. Rob Minkoff. He's 23 years older than her. So you know that she's just like loaded to hell and back because of Pumbaa and Timon. They bring him into a room that's like all Lion King merch. And Rinna, Rinna says, wow, she's really name dropping herself. <laughs> you have to respect like they're putting on their like wow faces for like Lion King claymation figures. They're like, oh, wow, look at that. I was like, look at that. It's like a lion. It's like, who cares? Kyle goes, all I can think is Hakuna Matata. (laughs) And I wrote, good one, Kyle. (laughs) Then Rinna just shows off a confessional look that is truly leather bordello mistress of the night. She talks about getting advice one time from Cindy Crawford. Mm -hmm. She looks like Elizabeth Taylor in a sex dungeon. (laughs) In Berlin. (laughs) Tony. Now you know what happens. You just settle down. Erica starts getting ready, and I wrote, Erica's getting ready for what? 
I forgot that Dorit was having like a get together. Yeah. You guys, sorry about Tony's bark collar, but <laughs> it's better than him barking. Um. She puts on her blood diamonds for Dorit's party. Yeah, Dorit's having a party at her in mysteriously large house. Her um, huge farmhouse, like nouveau farmhouse vibes. <laughs> Mendocino farmhouse. <laughs> which is just taking over LA. Which is like you cannot swing a dick in Los Angeles without hitting some sort of hideous farmhouse. I mean, I walked here and on my walk here, just down. past probably 30 of There's like 30 and they all those giant doors. I just like, I would rather have one of those houses that just looks like blocks like a block, a cement block than like the Mendo farmhouse. Um, oh, wait. Going back. So Crystal is friends with Kathy. That's how they know. That's their connection, yeah. which I love. You, Kathy loves like a young, sassy broad. And she's, she'd never met Kyle or any of them before. And she's very... Um, she like kind of has some comments for them already. What does she say about them? Like she, she make fun of how they look. Well, she was just like when when she gets to Dorit's party, she's dressed pretty like conservative oh, glam, right. and she's like, "These ladies like really like to dress up," and like she just is like, "It's not really my style." And then she was like, "When you live in Beverly Hills." And basically you said, like, when you live in Beverly Hills and you're wealthy, you know everyone that you should know. And if you don't know someone, chances are they're probably not worth knowing. And the producer goes, do you know Dorit? And she goes, no. <laughs> you're coming in hot with a read like that. Well, okay, so. Because Dorit and Kyle are best friends now. They've, like, they spent the whole pandemic, like, in a pod together. I know. Traveling, swinging. <laughs> no, Doing I don't blow. think that. Doing blow. Smacking each other with their long braids. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so going back to Dorit getting ready, it looked really nice to get. She looked really like it, I was like getting ASMR watch. I was like, I want to be glammed. Yeah, all I want is someone to glam me from head to toe. Um, she shows her son Jagger how she looks incredible, and she goes, "Do you like mommy? How mommy looks?" And he goes, "Um, I don't think you look that good." <laughs> I read, bitch. And then her daughter goes, "Mommy, your boobs are out." Your boobies are out. Yeah. They are not on board with Dorit's glam. There's also a song playing that's like, I got that blank, blank. Rinna is wearing the Jen Shaw Versace suit. She is. The exact Jen Shaw look. They, they, I, that's where I knew it from. You're so right. I, did, I was like, wait, what is that? This Versace suit is making the housewife rounds. Oh my God. How mad do you think Rinna was when she saw Jen Shaw? She was like, fuck. I got it fucked up. God damn. Get my stylist on the phone. Sut I love Sutton's dress. Yeah, they. All I think they all look great. Sutton's dress probably costs like $18,000. Insane. We love to see it. Sutton's so rich. Yeah. it's it's You can dress like weird and kind of ugly if the dress is, you know, 20 grand. Hand beaded, <laughs> flapping around, chicken shimmying. Crystal and Kathy ride over together, which I love. And Kathy's just babbling away the whole way. <laughs> just like, then we finally see our queen, Kathy. Finally. She's Kathy, who won't dress up except just throw on a caftan. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy is 
She my is Martha lifeline. Stewart. She literally sounds and looks like Martha Stewart. It's so weird. She has a husky voice. Her face looks completely different from the last time I like checked in with her. Granted, it's been a while. She's glommed onto a younger woman who gives it. her her lifeblood. And then Crystal's like, I can't wait to get there because I'm an eater. And Kathy goes, I'm an eater too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um and they show up and Crystal is like, well, I feel a little underdressed. And then she uh, approaches Rinna and she's like, God, you look amazing. Like, I love this whole suit. And then Lisa goes, you can borrow it. Which that is aggressive to me. Mm-hmm. And Crystal goes, what? Crystal like does like, not I, compute. And Lisa goes, no, you can borrow it. You can borrow it. And I was like, some, this is like unsaid Beverly Hills communication. Yeah. Of like basically someone calling you fat, saying, like, Rena, a rail thin hanger of a woman, telling a another thin woman, but not as thin as her, she can buy, who doesn't even, like, she would not fit in that suit. But also, I think it's also like a money, like a class, like, it's like Crystal doesn't need to borrow a suit. So she's like, oh, I can I can give it a handy hand me down. You can borrow it. It's like Crystal's like, no, I'll just buy one. It was weird. It was very yeah, it was I think It was like unspoken cunty vibes. They're kind of hazing the new girl. I like it. Kathy Garcelle walks in and Kathy goes, Is that Kyle? She goes, I thought you were Kyle. And Garcelle <laughs> goes, No. Garcelle looks amazing. She has a <laughs> Kathy's like, sorry, I'm not wearing my contacts. <laughs> you came in and I thought, wow, Kyle's really letting it all hang out. <laughs> I love, are you Kyle? Is that Kyle? Is that oh Kyle? my God, is that Kyle? Oh my God, she... I thought you were Kyle. I'm so happy her and <laughs> Kyle are good. Me too. It's really good to see. Um, Garcelle talks to Crystal and like Crystal, Garcelle's like, oh, my ex-husband was like, knows rob minkoff so she was like you know like we've met a bunch of times and crystal was like she's like rob really was good to me when he was tried to offer me a role in haunted mansion that that movie he directed mm-hmm. and crystal goes yes that's right and then they go to the confessional they go do you know garcelle and she goes no oh i didn't even pick up on that one damn and she goes i don't know her just pretending to know her crystal she kind of scares me because i think that She's I like love it. She's actually probably connected Hollywood. I'm obsessed. She's been with him since she was 20. Yeah, so is, she's is, met everyone. He's 58. How old is she? 35. Well, I'm gonna go years. walk off a bridge because Crystal's younger than I am. It's moments like this where you realize you played it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, but then but then but then imagine but then you trade in your whole twenties. Yeah. To be like kept. Like a kept. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. No. That sounds kind of great. I'm like, I actually would not mind just like running a household. Yeah. You know what I mean? You make sure it's clean. Hey, Laura. You make sure food's there. You're always, you're always going to be younger than someone. That's true. But Crystal also like, she's like probably friendly with like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. She's also just like stunning and tall as hell and yeah. like just incredible. And is like never like when you are at a level of crystal actresses 
are like a sad thing. Like she's never had to do like an actress hustle. No. You know what I mean? That's like very beneath her. She's like, she's like ready for the aliens to come. She's like, that's my new social crowd. Mm-hmm. She probably already knows all the alien info and has yeah. for years. She's like, she's like, oh, Rob's in touch with them. Yes, did you see Obama talk about it? Yeah. He was like, yeah, they're. It's real. It's happening. Real. We don't think there's aliens in them, but they're like real. That's what he said. <laughs> um, they're probes. I told my mom. We, my mom and I were talking about it, and she goes, "I just don't have the time to think about it." Hey. She was like, she was up to date on all the news. She was like, she just does not have the bandwidth to like know. handle it. I get it. I get that too. Um, at one point, you just hear you just hear Erica talking, and she goes, "Not in 2020." I was like, oh, God. She's a bingo card person. Erica. Didn't have that on my bingo card. <laughs> Kyle walks in and she looks amazing. Kyle and Mauricio got they're dressed for this event. They are fucking on hot. one. Kyle poured herself into a mini dress. Yeah. Mauricio put on a... <laughs> yeah, Maurice. <laughs> Kyle says that Mauricio and PK are competing to be the hottest house husband. And I'm like... Uh, it's not a competition. PK looks like the marshmallow man. Yeah. Did Dorit get a boob job? Yeah, she's gotten like... I think she got a boob job she got during like the something, pandemic. Something happened. Her bronzer and self-tan is like a little much in this episode. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Kathy just starts talking about like... She goes, when I was a kid, I'd play games with the... Na-. She goes, I love games. <laughs> I love games. Oh, because Lisa invites everyone to go to Tahoe. Like just, I have not, I love pretending oh, yeah. like these things that are totally planned out as like your idea that you came up with. Yeah, they're all like, second. yeah, we already were. I have an idea. Let's all go. We all need a getaway. I have a house in Lake Tahoe that I've rented and we can all go there and have a girl's trip. What do you say? And everyone's like, yeah. And then Kathy goes, should I bring my dental supplies and string and scissors? And then, and then Lisa, and then Le- but no one, Lisa just goes, oh, Kathy. And she goes. <laughs> Because I love I love playing games. <laughs> when I was a child, I'd gather all the neighborhood kids in my in in my family's neighborhood, and I'd do dental procedures on them. Kim and Kyle would be my dental assistants, and I'd ask them to hand me things like acorns, walnuts, sticks, and I would perform surgery on these children. And then Kyle said that like anytime the kids would leave after playing with Kathy, they'd run and hide because they were afraid of the parents finding out. <laughs> I'm like that is. I've never Deeply related weird. to someone more in like a big, like a weird big sister moment where I was like, I didn't do like dental surgeries, but I was definitely like bossy and had my own reign of terror as an oldest, the oldest sibling, Tony. <laughs> you guys, it's a real problem today. <laughs> I get that. Just like, just hijacking like the whole neighborhood and being like, I mean, like, you are all my, like, I would make my, I would make my siblings, like, line up on the side of the pool, and I'd be like, here are my seals now, and I'm the seal trainer, jump through this hoop, one by one, and, like, would be, like, training them, yeah, in the pool, that's, like, just the role of the eldest, and I was, like, more, like, seal trainer, and Kathy was dental, I love to play games. I love to play games. I wish that the music in the show would just kind of go off into like a story time with Kathy. I love playing games. <laughs> when I was a child, I'd gather all the children in our family's neighborhood and I'd perform <laughs> dental surgery. Kyle and Kim would be my assistants. It was fun. They loved it. I would say things like Kim, walnut, 
Kyle, string. Now you'd give them to me. I'd say, Kim, hand me that walnut. Kyle, hand me the floss. <laughs> and they would. I love to play games. I love to play games. I, I just love- want that repeated. Should I bring my dental supplies and string scissors? It's like an inside joke that only Kyle would know. Yeah, and Kathy says it as though an entire group of women would be like, <laughs> but they all laugh. Well, they have no choice. Um, they start talking about. Oh, and then Kathy goes, "I hung out the other day with Dorit. What's her name? Dorit." Dorit. And Kyle goes, "Kathy Dorit." <laughs> Kathy goes, knows her name. She goes, "Sorry." <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hung out with Dorit. I love that preview in the preview when she's like, life's a game of cards, Kyle. And Kyle goes, Kathy, shut, <laughs> shut up. up. And they both laugh. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I also love when Kathy just goes, Kim changed her number. Kathy, literally, just her face makes me laugh. I know. Like her in that weird hat in the preview. Incredible. She's just a truly incredible woman. We don't deserve Kathy Hilton. Imagine having her as your mother. Mm. You would uh, you would end up in a therapeutic boarding school for sure. <laughs> Which? <laughs> Which did happen. <laughs> I love in the Paris Hilton documentary when Paris is like sitting Kathy down to like tell her all the things that happened. And Kathy's like, well, I didn't know a thing about that. <laughs> Literally, I'm sure that they told oh. Kathy they were like, we will lock her in a room and she will not be able to escape. She's run away oh. from four schools, not this one. And Kathy's like, yes, anything for my daughter. And then Paris comes and sits her down and it's like, well, they locked me in a room and like wouldn't feed us. And then like I cried every day. Like it was the worst experience of my life. And Kathy's like, well, <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> she goes, well, hmm. I didn't. No, I think about that. <laughs> I want to see Drew Drogi play Kathy Hilton. From your mouth to God's ears, we need it. Well, just seeing him like purses, purses lip. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Kathy's like very somber, <laughs> somber and hiding what she knows and doesn't know in the she, Paris. She knows document. a lot. Yeah, and she knows a lot. Uh, they start talking about COVID and like just the depression of like being lonely and like when their kids aren't there, missing their kids and like what is what's the purpose of life if you can't be with people? And Erica takes it to like a place of Lexapro. Erica takes it to a place of roaming the hallways and like yeah, she goes. I she goes staring out windows. She goes, I came back and I just I didn't know what to do with myself. I just find myself roaming through the halls at night. The halls. That's when you know you're red. Yeah. And she goes, and then I went on Lexapro and it changed everything. And you see Kyle go, <laughs> yeah. Garcelle goes, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, really? I've never known someone who didn't know what Lexapro was. But I, I love what, that. I didn't know what it was until I took it. Really? Or like I maybe, I didn't know the what it was like for. Yeah, but I, you like knew the name. I, I knew, it. I heard the name. Like just her, I love a read though. What's that? What's that? She goes, I dreaded waking up every day. I'm like, bitch, like, welcome to the fucking <laughs> club. <laughs> it's like the first time Erica's ever had like, and like, and it's not because she's like just depressed about missing out on life. It's because she's knows that her, her house of cards is about to come crashing down. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, why not get in line? Yep. 
Get in line. I dreaded waking up every day. I love hijacking the entire conversation with like your sad depression story and not giving the full scope of why you were depressed. Yeah. It's like both a convenient thing to be able to blame it on COVID without having to address the underlying thing. But also, like, COVID fucked you and fucked your entire plan. Also, all this is going to be invalidated when she, when it's revealed of what they've done. Like, all her talk about, like, why she's depressed. It's like, it's all going to go out the window and everyone, no one's going to believe it. They're going to be like, no, you were depressed because you knew you were about to get busted. Yeah. And so I'm just like, will this, how will this play out? So we end with it and we get a preview of the season coming and it looks... lit it looks great yeah i'm 100 percent down i don't think that <laughs> it was a short premiere it was a short premiere but i'm ready and it wasn't i kind of appreciated that it wasn't like they didn't like come out the gates with the bang like it's kind of can be a slow build i mm-hmm. like that more because like salt lake city <laughs> i apologize for the beeps do we call it like cold water cuties i don't hate that Cold water queens. Cold water. <laughs> we should just call it beep. <laughs> Censored. Cold water Christos. Because <laughs> cold water is like the main. Yeah. Cold oh, that water. That might be like too insider. Yeah, too inside baseball. I like duchesses. The duchesses of. Doheny. Doheny duchesses. The Doheny duchesses. You're, that's it. It's called Doheny duchesses. Or like Rodeo. Like Rodeo. I like Doheny duchesses. Yeah, I like that too. Is, it, is that too is insider? That, that might be too insider though. People don't know street names. But they know Rodeo. Yeah. Rodeo. What's like a royal word that starts with an R? Rodeo Regents. Regencies of Rodeo. <sighs> okay, we'll think. We'll, We're going to we'll think about it. it, guys. We yeah. might, it might be a week before we come up with an actual name. We'll never know. What? I know. I'm just kidding. What? No, I just was like, we'll never know. Just say not to say it. Cold water. Beep. <laughs> Tony on the third mic with the beep. Wait, we have to think of it really quick before we finish. Cold water. Doheny Duchesses is funny. Well, that's that is very. What's another like Beverly Hills thing? I don't. I try not to be in Beverly Hills too much. I know, I'm <laughs> it's not a good place. Also, none of them live in Beverly Hills. No, they all live. They in all like, live in the valley. Kathy lives in Bel Air. Yeah, that's that's about it. Bel Air baddies. <laughs> not Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills baddies. Queens Be- of the Valley. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills Angels. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Okay. Beverly Hells Angels. That's it. Okay, that's done. Tony loves it too. Guys, um, thank guys, you for... thank you so much. We're we're gonna be back next week. Stay with us. Tell your friends. Have them subscribe to our Patreon. www.patreon.com/sexyuniquepodcast. New new episodes every Friday. And um, insatiable witch goddesses every Thursday. So get what? ready, guys. Could be better than that. Lars. Care. Thank you. See you next week. See you in hell. Ta-ta. Bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.